Jodie. I'm a success and leadership coach, self-improvement author, and presenter and wellness entrepreneur. And this is my podcast series, She's Electric. I'm meeting incredibly powerful, trailblazing female leaders, and you'll hear everything from career milestones to the worst problems they've faced along their road for success. My aim is to empower you so that you feel like there's nothing that you cannot overcome on your own journey. In this episode, I'll be chatting to the radiant and utterly angelic Tessa Kelly, aka London Paleo Girl. Tessa is the UK's largest paleo influencer and her brand is all about aiming to promote food and fitness in the healthiest form. She was unexpectedly diagnosed with glandular fever and chronic fatigue syndrome in her final year of uni, which led her to transform her diet to recover. And then the London Paleo Girl platform was born. She's also co-founder of London's first brand influence agency, To Influence, allowing brands to work with influencers to develop, engage and influence. And in 2015, she launched the UK's first free from paleo and vegan soft serve frozen yogurt, Kofro. Throughout all she's accomplished, she's always kept her well-being and love for a healthy lifestyle paramount, promoting a healthy relationship with food through the modern day paleo lifestyle and onto her consumers and followers. So I hope you enjoy the next half an hour or so. And if you do, please, please, please subscribe, rate and comment in the relevant section of your podcast app. It means so much to me to see your lovely feedback and support. And also, please do check out the show notes and learn more about me on my website, jodyshield.co.uk. So please listen, get inspired and be electric. I have a sausage dog on my lap. Colin, 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 Colin. Oh, so I am in Fulham at the moment in a lovely, gorgeous, gorgeous flat. Um, just been admiring the area. I'm with my lovely friend Tess. Hello. And Tess has just informed me that she's a podcast virgin. I am. It's about to be broken. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if there's anyone better, <laughs> it is you. <laughs> Oh, you're so sweet. And Colin's first appearance as well on the podcast. Colin's first appearance on... Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. He loves licking this one, doesn't he? He will. Oh, so we... You're going to hear lots of doggy sounds, but that's okay. We met relatively recently. And we have lots of friends in common, which is really, really lovely. And I think that's, that's why we kind of bonded quite quickly but we also bonded over a love of tapping didn't we a love of tapping a love of food a love love of brunch (laughs) so talk to me a little bit about tapping and how you've been using it recently so I have to be completely honest it's something that I've never done before um mindfulness and everything like that is something I'm very interested in and I know how much it helps people I'm into yoga I don't do it enough um and breathing is something that recently it is so important possibly the most important thing we can do um and it was actually uh dr chatterjee from his book the stress solution that i've been reading about the box breathing and that's something that has really helped me i think then obviously when i met you and we're sat there having brunch and we just start doing 
tapping, um, did I think, oh, what's going on here? I'm not too sure. Like I've just mastered like breathing, um, not there yet on meditation, and now I'm doing tapping. And within half an hour, I felt like a new person. And I was like, no, I'm not going to, I don't, I don't think I know, but I don't think I believe in all this stuff. And I felt so relaxed and so like, ah, oh, I can fully breathe. Like I'm not breathing in a box, I'm breathing out <laughs> into the entire world after doing that. Um, and it's just something that I've been doing when I feel stressed. Um, and it's actually, as you said, it's, it's so great because it can take five minutes. Um, and I love the fact that I used to love acupuncture, which I've been reading is a little bit similar, um, bringing like the physical, <coughs> sorry, physical and emotionalness into it. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm hooked and I'm wanting to learn so much more with it. What I love about what you just shared is that for anyone that's listening and is kind of on the fence um, in terms of well-being and meditation and tapping and mindfulness, you know, because I know that there are lots of you that listen to, to this and love all that stuff, but there will also be quite a few of you who are kind of just getting into it. But what's so lovely about Tess is that she, you know, she's so willing to give it a go. And I think that's really important with all of this. It's like, mm. it's, the, it's the willingness to give things a go, yeah. isn't it? And going in with an open mind, I think so many people are just, instantly before they try anything they've already made up their mind um which yeah which actually is kind of is is really kind of a, I guess more of a negative way to go about it and I'm super open-minded to everything and I'll always try within reason everything once <laughs> mm, love that so take us back in time a little bit because there'll be there'll be loads of people listening that have never heard of you which is so awesome I'm, I'm so privileged that I get to introduce you to, to everybody but Take us back in time and, and, and tell me a little bit about your story. Like, where did it all begin for you? So, I guess, God, how many did I go at 29 years? <laughs> um, I think, in terms of kind of the linking to where I am now, it, it started from having a real passion for food. Mm. Uh, and I used to do, my, my family have got restaurants and I just, I, and like, cooking and there was so much like love around a dinner table and I love the fact that it could always bring people together um, and how much enjoyment you can get from food. Uh, so I think it came from yeah my love for cooking at school I was doing cookery competitions when everyone was kind of doing the you know the the very kind of the more um, like sports and things like that it was something that I could feel like I'd enjoyed I enjoyed doing that but I didn't feel like I could excel at it. So the cooking, I really had this passion and I did lots of competitions. One of you like chef of the year competitions, there's some charity things. I came up to London and cooked for, in like Marks and Spencer, for Marks and Spencers. And, and I had, and I guess that kind of, that had stayed in me when I then went to university um, as well. I studied hospitality management um, and it was actually in my final year that I got glandular fever and ME and I was really, really sick. Um, so that you, just, you got glandular mm, fever and ME. Yeah, so wow. so I had glandular fever and it kind of just knocked me sideways. Wow. Um, I was always kind of quite outgoing and energetic and kind of always you know doing quite a lot. And then I think that just yeah, it was it was really really scary. And I think it made me realise that the only way I was going to get better was to kind of really focus on my health and lifestyle. Um, and 
and yeah, the, the doctor put me on antidepressants um, and said that I needed to have a high-fat dairy diet um, and loads of cheese. <laughs> and the antidepressants didn't do anything for me. I was kind of getting worse. Um, and it was a friend of a friend who said, oh, have you, they kind of knew loads about like, paleo. It's a lot bigger in America. And that's actually how I got into it. Um, and, and that's why I have kind of such a sort of a strong feeling towards it because it, it to me that is what got me better mm. um and now as much as I live it's more of a modern day kind of lifestyle it really is that that totally changed you know my my overall health mm. so how long mm. did it take you to heal from the glandular fever and the ME through the paleo diet I'd say it was between nearly up to about a year um I was quite strict to begin with and really that was just realizing that instantly when people hear paleo they say paleo diet and like I just did <laughs> yes exactly it's the first thing and, and it's like the most googled diet is paleo oh, wow. so it's automatically what people see and actually I delved so deep into it that it, there's kind of this like port there's sort of like four pillars which is yes you know I hate the word diet but in the type of the nutrition side your food side um, general lifestyle factors, your stress, exercise, the way you're moving. Um, and it's just, I guess, as an overall, yeah, sorry, so your, your exercise, your stress, your food. Um, God, what's the other one? <laughs> what's the other pillar? Um, what have I not missed? Exercise, food, stress. Oh, sleep. Sleep is so important. And I think at university as well, everyone kind of burns out. They, they, you know, that's the late nights, it's the drinking. That obviously didn't help. And, you know, maybe that is kind of part of it. Um, why I did kind of, I guess, so get so ill. But at the time as well, it was all about the low fat diets, low calorie, hit training, um, and just burning the candle at both ends, I guess. So for me, really kind of, getting into that really focusing on my nutrition getting rid of processed foods you know all the foods and focusing on vegetables quality produce it's and eating enough as well and having good fats and not being scared of high fat not being scared of calorific things just getting the right nutrients um so and and again like getting eight hours sleep not getting six exercising maybe three or four times a week not exercising every single day and you know just and I guess just yeah I'm managing stress as well so they're mm. kind of the factors that I really kind of implemented and saw a huge difference in my health. Mm. And then how did it transition into a business for you? So it started actually with, again with my love for food with my recipes my friends were like oh Tess like your private Instagram account is uh, just full of recipes and food and the Instagram that I had was Tessie Tiptop. Um, I worked for John Tarode, you know, the MasterChef um, judge, and worked in one of his with one of his restaurants, kind of doing events and some PA sort of sort of um, work for him. And the, my nickname was Tessie Tiptop, and so that's kind of where that came from. And when when a friend said to me, "Oh, you know, you're going to, why don't you just kind of start putting them kind of somewhere else? You can just like log all your recipes." And I actually thought, because it had helped me so much, I was like, I want to share this kind of message and everything I've learned and how it's transformed my life. Like, I went 
totally kind of against the doctor in terms of you know what they what they were advising me to do and and getting off the drugs um and I thought I could probably help some other people as well and actually it was like a bit of a journal and so I was kind of seeing my progress and how I was doing and and I guess yeah it was kind of like this online sort of cookery book um and and it just really organically naturally grew and developed Oh, there's someone at the door. Oh no. I think it might be the postman. Do you need to get it? We can, we can keep recording. Do you mind? No, no, take it with you. Just take this. And just in case it's Adam and he's locked up. <laughs> he might have forgotten his keys. Or is it the postman? Wait, 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 wait. Hello. Hello got it. Oh, have you got it? Colin, in, in, in. in. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, come on in. In, in, in. We have a pilot through the door. It was the post. It was the postman and uh, postman and the pilot. Sorry. No, it's all good. Yes. Can you can you entertain Colin for a bit? Yeah. Colin. <laughs> Oh no, he's done now. Yeah. <laughs> right. Colin! Colin wants to save us. Yeah. So, super interesting. Tessie tipped up. Tessie tipped up into London Paleo Girl. And I guess from the Instagram, um, as I said, it was super organic. And that's where it just kind of grew into, I guess, my platform and kind of what I became and all my beliefs in and everything that I wanted to share. Um, my from that though I guess that was kind of my hobby mm. um I didn't actually sing as being a business and it was only then until I created products that I was like this has now become my business name and obviously my Instagram working with other brands that's obviously part of my business as well but then also my products and everything that I want to now bring out is is that you know that's my company it's my brand um which again I'm it's just it's mad how it it just came from being this hobby and i it was i didn't expect it to turn into being this company at all so yeah <laughs> so in terms of the products that you've got out now talk to us a little bit about those products and where where can we get them from so my my the main product today is kofro um so coconut frozen yogurt and she's now called a dessert because we're not allowed to call them yogurt because it's dairy free. So it's um, we've got a it's a vegan soft serve. So I created the first vegan and paleo um, soft serve in the UK, and and yeah, so I've, I've launched that and then also the retail tubs for at home, um, which is in the natural coconut flavour and then in matcha, and they're available on Planet Organic. And um, some really exciting things coming this year for the brand. Um, my whole journey of the brand is possibly another question. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so I've got that as one of the things. And obviously with my London Paleo Girl, there's a lot that I'd like to do with brand, more brand collaborations um, too. Talk yeah. to us about how the brand collaborations work for anyone that doesn't know. Um, so in terms of the Instagram collaborations, I feel very lucky. I mean, I would love to have thousands of products. Um, 
obviously that is impossible because there is just one of me and time. So I'm very lucky to brands that, I, that we have the same ethos in and that I really love to be able to have the opportunity to sort of ambassador um, and to kind of play, a, play a, a part in their company as well is, is the most amazing middle ground for me. And I, and I absolutely love it. Um, so whether it's providing content for them, letting the brand message out there, sharing it with kind of my audience that is, I guess, like mind to, to the brand. Mm. That's, it's amazing, isn't it? Because um, many people listening will be following a few people on Instagram and really watching how um, influencers engage with brands and companies and collaborations. And it's uh, what I've really been, been watching recently is how influencers are now being very, very open and transparent about the way that you know, they work with brands and, and you and I have just been away recently and we were talking a lot about like paid for ads and collaborations and gifts and all these crazy things that you need to adhere to now um, because the industry is very heavily regulated now. So, you yeah. know, what, I guess what, where I'm going with, with, the, with the question was that um, I've watched some of the influencers that I know and love really talk openly about, you know, we do get paid for, you know, uh, collaborations and, but that's really okay. It's, yeah. it's, it allows us to provide more content for you guys. Exactly. And I think as well, I totally understand why they've done it. And I think, especially, you know, making it very transparent. But for me, it blows my mind because I would never, ever, I could never have that responsibility or, or ever promote anything that I don't one use or two truly believe in. Mm. But the problem is, is that a lot of people do will promote anything. Again, it's like these, you know, these take this pill for a week and, and that's all you have. You know, all these things, the the, the skinny teas, that everything. It's these sort of brands that and, and influencers that are just doing it for the quick money um, and that are not helping people at all. And I think that it's very obvious that obviously they're getting paid they probably have even tried the product or it's a you know something they've just been handed just an absolute ton of money to promote and I think that's really obvious to see but actually it probably isn't um so in a way it's you know yes it's it's good that they're doing it and and as I said I will always to protect I think my brand overall like I will always think about what I'm promoting and is it really helping people and is it something that I truly use and believe in mm. Which kind of brands do you really like to work with? I guess the more kind of the the plant-based, the very kind of the quality produce things, usually something that has coconut in um, and and products that I just genuinely love. And I know that from a startup point of view, how much goes in to developing a product and and very much so, like so fate, I'd say from my Instagram is about recreating unhealthier dishes into healthy alternatives because I don't want people to feel really restrictive and that they're missing out. So the brands that are actually doing that as well, um, and you know, there's numerous people who have created these amazing, whether it's like a chocolate bar, that, that they've made the effort and time to create something that doesn't contain you know, refined sugar or a, a coconut brand that has done coconut oil and you know, providing all these amazing alternatives for <clears throat> milk, cooking oil and everything like that to have. <laughs> So talk to me about your 
morning routine? Apart from Colin, what gets you out of bed in the morning? <laughs> so my morning routine is, I actually have quite a long morning routine. It starts from taking my temperature <laughs> to then coming and having a Simproof shot, waiting 10 minutes for breakfast, making a matcha, getting ready, taking Colin out. He has goes to what he needs to do, has his breakfast. Um, and, and I guess in that time, He's Colin, talking about routine, do you need to go outside? <laughs> what he actually does. Um, so yeah, my, my best thing is that I, in what I do, I don't ever have to have, like I am my own diary. I don't ever have to be anywhere at a certain time. I create my own hours and I have that freedom. And it, I never wake up dreading a day or, or you know, worrying what's going to happen. It's all totally in my control. And as much as I have my sailing routines, my simproof shots and everything like that, um, I also like doing a class in the morning. I find I don't always do it, um, but if I wake up, it's like my time of the day. It really helps me mentally and physically and I feel really good for doing it. And I think that's one of the main reasons that I work out is I'm a lot more focused. I have a lot more energy. I have a lot more drive coming through and it kind of really wakes me up and sets me always up for a really good day. What's a Simproof shot? A Simproof shot. <laughs> so Simproof is a probiotic. Um, it's actually one of the only, so it's a liquid form. Um, it's actually that they say it survives, thrives um, and arrives. So it actually reaches your gut. A lot of them kind of die on the process of going down into your digestive tract. Where can we get those from? They are every. They are now in Whole Foods. Um, I believe they're on Planet Organic as well, online. Um, but I met the founder actually a, a couple of months um, ago, and he's just brilliant. A guy called Barry. It just makes you love when you see someone who is so passionate and what they're doing for this industry. It's just amazing, and the amount of people it helps with IBS bloating. Um, <clears throat> I said to him, I said, I'm, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to. I'm going to really have to find out a lot about this brand because it's going to take me a while to get on board because I don't have, some yes, I have bloating, but I don't have like bad IBS issues. Um, and he was like, but the thing obviously with health is it's something you always want to protect. So he was like, it's, it's something you're in a fabulous position right now. Um, and, and it was great. And now they're one of my two influence clients. Um, and it's a really, really lovely brand to work with. Life isn't all a rosy bowl of cherries all the time, is it? So No, it's not. Talk to me, have you had any any kind of low points recently or even in the last few years that you want to share or that you're happy to share and how you over overcame it? Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Life really isn't. And right. I think especially with Instagram, it's very easy to kind of see this really perfect highlight reel and and you kind of think that everyone is, is living this amazing <laughs> life. <laughs> I'm so sorry about this. Um, and Come you, on, Colin. Come <laughs> and sit with Jodie. Come and sit with Auntie Jodie. You're seeing what fish is out there, aren't you? <laughs> um, and and I and I yeah, I'm I'm more than happy to to share. Which I guess a lot of things I have started speaking about recently, which I hope does help people. Um, with obviously, yeah, one is was kind of been health. Um, when my dad had his heart operation, a lot of it was due to stress. Um, so he had a collapsed, uh, collapsed mitral valve and he was really severely rushed into hospital um, to have this operation and his life is, is very different 
is very different since. And it's just highlighted me even more how important it is to look after yourself and to manage um, you know, the way you work and dealing with stress and switching off and, and kind of I've, I've seen it firsthand, the effects that it can have on you. Um, so that's kind of been a, a part of my life that, again, is probably why I'm so passionate about this sort of this lifestyle um, and, and living in this kind of way. Um, and I think it's career. I, a, a, a few years ago, I had a very horrible work situation. And as much as I've kind of said about my blog, I've said about, yeah, and another thing has been my career. So I've said to you, obviously, that all the good parts about the London Paleo Girl brand, the working with other brands, Kofro, and then with Two Influence. Um, aside, I guess, before this was I was consulting for brands, which I absolutely loved, um, and it was a lot smaller scale than how I'd work with them now with Two Influence um, and with my blog. And... I was working, um, yes, yeah, so I was doing a lot of consultancy and on the side I was growing Kofro. And I got this opportunity to, when I was at um, a conference with Kofro, I met this man who was wanting to open kind of like a, a wellness sort of hub, a restaurant. And I, my kind of dream was always to open, I guess like a Whole Foods, Dalesford, kind of everything under one roof, like a whole house of health. Um, had restaurants and had a retail store, some sort of like studio, wellness studio and gym. And he said, oh, I'm interested in your brand, Kofro. I'm wanting to, I'm wanting to, I'd love to stock a product like this. I said, absolutely. Sounds like what you're wanting to achieve sounds great. And, he, and then as we kind of then started talking, he said, oh, what else do you do? And I said, oh, I consult, I work for brands, so paleo restaurant and uh, a few other kind of startups. And he said, well, this is what I'm doing. Um, and would you want to sort of help work on the project? So a really, really long story short, I did. Um, it was about 18 months in. We were, we'd, a, a premises had just fallen through, some premises. Um, so we were looking at another site. We'd been to LA. We were bringing brands over from there. It was really going to be, I mean, I'd put everything I'd wanted. It was really my, like, whole heart and soul into this. Um, and... There was a few things that started to show and and again I, I still feel I guess is something I haven't spoken out before because I'm always been a bit scared of what I can sort of say. Um and and a few things came out and he wasn't the sort of business partner that I would want to have. Um and it was a it was a really, really difficult time in my life because I was walking away something that I'd this whole store was actually like my baby. I'd put everything into this. Um, and there was a few signs that came up and I thought I need to get out. I, and it was a huge decision. Um, a lot of people said, you've invested so much of your time into this. And, you know, it was everything that was kind of promised and what it would be and everything it could be. And it was, you know, it was my dream. And, and yeah, and, and one day, uh, again, quite a few things happened. And one day I just had to walk away and it's, and it, I, I walked away with no job. I kind of thought, do I want to go back to the consultancy even as much as I loved it? I was so broken and hurt from this situation. Um, and he was very bipolar and it was very hard to kind of trust anyone ever again. Um, and I was, yeah, I had no job. I had nothing. At the time I was living with a friend and she wasn't very happy in her job. 
and, and a, our first client said to us, have you two ever thought about, with your skill sets together, about opening, about, about creating this business, which is, yes, working with brands but bringing together your experience on events, marketing. And we thought, actually, yeah, that there is definitely something that is not here. There's like the kind of traditional PR, but there's nothing that kind of is connecting influencers to brands. So we launched and two influence began. We had we started and I and I said to her before she left her job, I said, I want to make sure that you will be earning more doing this than what you are now. I want you to have that security. Like I'm used to the kind of self-employed life. Some months can be amazing, some months can be a bit quieter. Um, and Colin, what's, what's the he's got a bone. Uh, no. I'm so sorry about this, Jodie. Oh he has a bone in his Everyone mouth. The, Where have um, you got that from? <gasps> oh. He's a little, little child. He is an absolute nightmare. I'm so sorry. It's all good. Oh, so. Yes, so two influence, and I guess that's where it was born. We ended up, yes, we ended up. Colin! Right. You. Taking. It's it now. Right. Adam, can you look after this dog? He's been an absolute nightmare. being a nightmare <laughs> absolute nightmare I'm so sorry so should I pick up for my temp it's fine I'll just <laughs> this is a real life and this is why I come and interview people like you in your home because everybody wants to you know relate yeah to, to the conversation we're having right okay good um so yeah so that's that's kind of where two influence was born and we did take on a lot we kind of we ended up having i think it was about 10 projects on at once wow. we were living together so we were kind of this is when she was finishing um becky was finishing her notice so she would sort of pick up in the morning she was a very morning person i'm a very evening person and so I was kind of managing what i could in the day and then she'd be picking up from things in the morning i'd be carrying on with in the evening and we it's just something that it, I guess my point to this is is that you feel like you're at rock bottom you feel like there's no you feel like you know you don't know where you're going to go there's no security there and we yes we did work hard but we were so passionate about it we put so much love into it that we managed to turn the business within less than two years into like a six we were turning over six digits you know and and the company was doing it was something we were so passionate about it we enjoyed it we loved what we were doing I was working with my with one of my best friends and I guess from what I'd had I never thought I could work with anyone again because I was so damaged um and I guess it, it just yeah it just shows that when you're working with the right people you're doing something that you genuinely love there is so much opportunity for success absolutely I love that that's amazing Throughout the interview, it feels like you've shared lots of secrets around success. Can you recap on a few big things that you've learned that have really contributed to the level of success that you have now? 
my main points with people, I think, is to never give up. Mm. And it's very easy, I think, with within business, you're constantly going to get knocked down. You are going to get things go wrong. Um, and that's something as well I'm trying to share where I can with, with say, building the business like I have with Kofro in particular, that there are things that go wrong every single day. And that is that is life. And before I would get very upset, I would get deflated. But I think even though you can go through so much stuff that is not great in your life, it makes you so much stronger and so much more resilient and you deal with things so much better. And and I would always kind of say like, oh, I wish, you know, what would I tell my younger self? And as much as I would I would share and I would want to say it and I, and I do share the things that have then happened, but actually you do have to go through and you learn and you evolve and it makes you into kind of who you are right now. And with those experiences, you again, you, you may make the same mistake a couple of times, but you're just that resilient and that strong person that can handle it and deal with it. So is that what you would go back and tell your younger self? So yes, I definitely think so. And and to just just to not just to not give up and realise that I think I've always as well with with kind of the industry I'm in is that you think oh someone's going to copy you, someone's going to try and and people do and things go in and out and and actually the point is is that you are you. No one can ever be you. No one can ever take that away from you. And I think that that shows that your beliefs. Like people can try, but actually within this industry, if you're authentic, you're real and you stick to what you believe in, that's so powerful. Mm. I think as well with, with, I guess, kind of my position of say, my kind of status on Instagram is yes, I am a wellness blogger, but I also, I want to bring in everything that I think to me is, yes, it is career. It's It's yourself, it's your health and also relationships. And relationships are so powerful and I've realized how toxic they can be as well not just in business but in personal life and the biggest change I think obviously within the last few years yes I got married last year um which is amazing but I guess not just relationships and everything with men it's with girls and other people and and I've gone through life where I've had to remove a certain toxic relationships that it's mad. You wouldn't expect it. You're, you know, your best friend for ten years, who now I, one of them. You know, I I don't speak to her anymore, and it was, it's crazy how you 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 change and you think you have to still remain those friends from when you were a child, but you don't. I'm a totally different person, and it's the same with relationships. I couldn't be married to the guy that I was with when I was 17, 18, because I'm a completely different person, and that's okay. Like, that's absolutely fine. You can you can change and you can evolve and new people come into your life and as you said you know it's it is the timing of your life people come in at the right time um, and it's I'm so so thankful for the people I have around me and yes there's been a couple of people that I've had to remove for certain reasons for toxic reasons and if someone doesn't bring goodness back to you and makes you feel good um, and if they bring in negativity, if they try and bring you down, like my biggest advice is get them out because it feels like you've lifted such, like so much weight off your shoulders and how much you can sometimes carry people and they drag you down and you just don't need it. Mm, I love that. I really love that. 
I feel like it takes a lot of strength and courage to tell people that you don't want to be connected with them yeah. anymore as well. And I've had to, um, I've, I have had, it sounds like I've, I've fallen out those two, but I haven't. It was just one particular best friend and another friend who I had to remove from my life because every time I met them, I don't, I would, I don't like talking about my success but or, or throw it in someone's face but a friend had actually mentioned it to this girl about something that was going on really well I said yeah everything's great thank you so much and she couldn't bear to listen to it and I got this energy across from her and I thought hang on your friend should be wanting to support you encourage you wanting to see you doing well and for someone not to want that against someone there's really deep issues that is is not your is not your fault and it's not you and and by removing people you have this sense of like lightness and it's amazing who then you do attract and you don't realize the effect that they have on your mental health it's crazy it's amazing how people can hold take up space internally and then they yeah. leave and then suddenly this space is created and then someone yeah. new, new can come in yeah absolutely amazing so tell me are there any really juicy good books that you've read recently that you'd like to share? So I've actually recently got into, again, from your branch that we had, um, about audiobooks. And something I don't do, I don't find that I do enough, is read. Um, and audiobooks, I think, is the best thing ever. It was actually Naomi who showed me. She was like, this is the app you need. Download them all. It's amazing. I listen to it in the car. I love podcasts as well. I've listened to all of yours. Um, and there's, and I love Hazel's as well. I think it's brilliant. I've got my friends who've started to do them, like Rhiannon, Chessie. You know, they're absolutely amazing. Um, and Mind, Body, uh, Mind, Body, Soul and um, Dr Chatterjee, I think he's amazing. And that's actually the last book that I did fully read when I was on holiday, um, The Stress Solution. And I think he is brilliant. I think he looks at it again from kind of those pillars and, and really brings everything together. Uh, a bit that I loved was his chapter on social media. So when we were on our honeymoon, I had four days off my phone um, and on social media and it was this like again social media detox which sounds crazy and I don't didn't ever think I had uh, a reliance on it but really subconsciously you do um so I, I absolutely love that book amazing mm -hmm. yeah it's funny about reliance on social media and even when you feel like you don't there's this part of you that reacts and you need to kind of check in don't you? I just yeah. need to check in on social yeah. media. Well, on my the first, obviously, it is part of my part of my career, and I totally accept that. But it's something that, again, with a career, it does have to have a turn off switch sometimes. And the first day, I subconsciously, even though I was like, right, I'm not going to be going on it, I clicked on the app five times. And I'm not someone to be like, I need to delete it as a point. I I need to have self control that I'm not going to tap on and, and do that. So for, for kind of the first sort of half of the day, I was just for absolutely no reason, just realizing that I was tapping on and going, no, what am I doing? And obviously after you get out of that routine, um, but I think now that it measures your time, it's crazy how much that can be spent on it. So I'm trying to be a lot more mindful that I'm not doing endless scrolling. You know, I'm kind of on there more for a purpose.
So that was the lovely Tessa. She is literally the angel of healthy food. One of the nicest and loveliest people I have ever met, I think. I love her outlooks on life, especially about focusing on the love for what you do in life and how that then creates long-term success, much more than anything else. I hope you enjoyed this episode of She's Electric. Remember to share it with your friends, share the love, share the inspiration, do subscribe, rate and review the podcast. It means so much to me to read your lovely, lovely feedback. I'll be back next time with another electric woman.